Welcome to Home Group Heads Up, a podcast brought to you by Calvary Bible Church, equipping the home group leaders for the conversation coming the following week with your host, Jay Perry. Matthew is in the booth. How's everyone doing today? We're good, Jay. Doing well. That's always my first question. How's everyone doing? Yeah. No one has ever said really poorly. <laughs> Come on, Really people. poorly. <laughs> yeah. It's not in the script. It's not in the script. Hey, guys, it's so good to be with you today. We're in a series, First Thessalonians, but before we get into the discussion to equip you for the conversation this week, you got to know what's happening at Calvary. You want to go to calvarybible.com slash events to catch all the latest and greatest news. If you miss Women's Bingo Night on the Thornton campus, you missed out. And, totally uh, missed that. It was a grand time. Oh, you yeah. were there. <laughs> oh, I was man. not. I heard stories. Okay, well. Wow. That happened at Calvary, so you want to go to calvarybible.com. Know that membership happens this week on all three campuses along with Starting Point next week. So if you have anyone new, like I always say, connect the dots between where they're at in their faith and how to get them plugged in at Calvary at the larger conversation. So Starting Point's a great start there. All right, guys, let's jump into it. We're in First Thessalonians. Uh, great series, great start to the series. If you haven't listened to the weekly by John and Thomas this week, that's another podcast that Calvary produces each week. And that was a fantastic conversation. Not only did we learn about almond butter and how to keep your lawn green, John's lawn, but more importantly, the conversation around being rooted in Christ and Thessalonians. Wow. I need to go listen. Yeah, you do. That was, sounds awesome. It was fun. It was a really funny conversation they had. So I was out of the booth, but I listened yesterday already because I listened to the weekly, even though I produced the weekly weird uh it's good to taste your own soup you know i guess yeah i guess so hey so first thessalonians we're in the thick of it we're still in chapter one perry give us a sort of a landscape of where we're at this week we are in verses four through ten of chapter one of first thessalonians um i think the sermon that you heard last week uh dipped into a little bit of this passage but paul is quickly entering into a, a discussion here of why he's so thankful both to the Thessalonians for uh, their responsiveness to the gospel, but especially thankful to God for their responsiveness. So you see those two kind of pathways here where Paul, Silas, Timothy, they have a role that they've played in the Thessalonians coming to faith, but really the the responsibility behind their salvation belongs to God. God is the one who called them because God loves them. And he is the one who took the message of the gospel that was presented to the Thessalonians and he put the Holy Spirit's power in it. And that is what caused their lives to be transformed by the power of the gospel at work in them. So you see the kind of human side of what it means to share the gospel with people. But most importantly, you see the supernatural side of it that only God can do. Yeah, that's a really good summary of what's going on. And then Matthew, what do you think we should hit or highlight today as we talk about um, the leader guide that they can download at calvarybible.com? Yeah. So I think a key verse in, in this next section is going to be verse seven that, uh, so that you became an example to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Uh, and, and some of the questions will be specifically in, in the application part, uh, question nine ends with that. Uh, what in your life is worth imitating? 
I think that's a great discussion to have around that as we want to be a people, a, a church that can be an example to our surrounding areas in Boulder, Erie, and, and Thornton of what Perry just talked about that uh, it could be a, is, is a worthwhile discussion to have and, and to rally around with your group. Yeah, that's really good. That comes out of also, you need to know in uh, question four, you reread five and six, Where what role did Paul and Silas have as the Thessalonians heard and responded to the gospel message? So it's sort of a, a caveat to that conversation. So you might want to connect the dots there. Um, and verse seven is the probably the key verse. I think we will, as a home group leaders, talk about probably the most. But in the sermon, it probably is mentioned, but not necessarily. Yeah, the, the really cool thing here in this passage that I think um, is worth just bringing out into this conversation is how we are we are two thousand years approximately removed from what happened in Thessalonica. You know, it's a different culture, it's a different language, totally different setting, but yet we see some things in just these these verses in 4 through 10 that are the same today as they were then, and that's that people come to faith in Christ through the proclamation of the gospel message that is empowered by God. God is the one who is behind it. When people come to faith, it is a supernatural work of God. And that was true then, that is true now. And then when people come to faith, we should not think that that's the end point, but the hope is that God will continue to work in that experience so that others will come to faith too. So for all of us who call on the name of Jesus, who are followers, we should have in our minds the idea that God is using us as an example to the people around us in all of our spheres of influence. And that should maybe be a little bit of a burden, a weight that we feel, but it should be something that is a great responsibility and privilege to be a part of as we think of the fact that we are like ambassadors for the kingdom, just the same way that the Thessalonians became to all of the region of Macedonia and Achaia, the the whole surrounding area. And Paul even takes it beyond that and says, to the ends of the earth, to the world. So that is our role as followers of Christ, to be the kind of people who others could imitate if they want to know what it looks like to follow Jesus. Yeah, and a great maybe sidebar as a home group leader is that people are following you. You know, what right. what you imitate in your group time is what they will respond to yeah. and believe. And, you know, as a home group leader, are you spirit-filled as you lead? Are you um, full of joy and peace and love, faith, hope, those right. things that we talked yeah. about even? Um, and how are you leading this group um, is a really big indicator on how well it will succeed. It's not dependent upon you. There's right. many different circumstances that will lead right. to a great group. But one of the things as a leader is always like you can only lead individuals as far as you've gone. Mm-hmm. And that's a great reminder to home group leaders to continue in the good work of your own rootedness in Christ, believing the gospel, seeing God work and responding. And people will notice that. Yeah. Follow that. Yeah. What does it mean for people to have encounters with the people of Calvary Bible church in the workplace or at the coffee shop or, you know, our own families and our homes? What does it mean for us to set the kind of example that the Thessalonians set 
for others and before that that Paul and Silas had set for the Thessalonians? Right. What does it look like for us at Calvary to be that kind of example in our own communities? No doubt. That's really good. That's a really good part of the conversation. Um, also know that in the coming weeks, you know, you need to be watching uh, emails, communication coming out. We're trying to keep you up to date as fast as we can what's going on at Calvary. So you just make sure you're diligent and clicking on those emails and reading them. I know it's lab- laborious. That's a really, that's the word I was looking for at times. But um, stay diligent in that as home group leaders because you are sometimes the first in the front line of communication here at Calvary for those in your group. Anything else, guys, you want to add before we hit say goodbye today? Covers it. I mean, we're praying for you guys, and uh, we look forward to hearing just about how the conversation goes. So if you have feedback for us on how your conversation went you know, a week from now, please let us know. Um, that really helps us understand kind of where we're at in terms of writing the questions the right way and um, how we can um, improve for your group. Matthew? Ditto. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for this week. I'm excited uh, for this series. My group has been having conversations on how can we take steps to be a group that is outwardly focused and, and being an influence on others. And, and so like we're even having conversations on, okay, what does it look like for us to serve together? What does it look like for us to go and be uh, examples for others so that we can, as we're being discipled with one another, that we can go and, and bring others with us in our workplace, in the church, in our communities. So I encourage you, yeah, lean into those conversations. This could be a really sweet time for your group to kind of blossom into a, a, an on-mission group. Yeah, Calvary, we love you. Thank you so much. I think that's a great word from Matthew. And we will talk to you very soon, praying for each of you. 